What is going on, Zudilio Nation? Hey, hey. Happy, What's up, crew? Happy Zoo Year. Yeah, yes, happy yeah. Zoo Year. <laughs> I love it. Happy Zoo Year. Happy 2022. So today we have uh, what we believe is a super information-packed, uh, awesome podcast for you guys to kick us off this year. Uh, we ended last year with some of the predictions and best, craziest things that happened in 2021. Uh, there's a lot of inside track things that are going off. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys. I was actually super shocked at how busy the market maintained and stayed all the way through December, even the time off and even just where we're at right now. It's, it's still like crazy buzzing inventory, low, all that stuff. I know which we're going to be sprinkling in and sharing some knowledge on that today. It is a great time for residential real estate. That yes. is for sure. And I think 2022 is going to be a pretty good year. That's the word on the street in so many, so many arenas, right? Yep, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Well, we have some interesting information. Like CoreLogic came out yeah. with their, their top performing markets for uh, last year through November. And Phoenix, Phoenix is number one. Yeah, that's where yep. we live. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, and it, was, it came out at over, wasn't it over 30% appreciation or something like that? Goodness. I, got, I got my 30% appreciation this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's for twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one. You saying twenty twenty one? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were saying that we're we going we to see it. another we appreciation. No, no, no. We're not. I was like, that's, I, I, that's, my, my that's a bold prediction. Ten percent, ten percent this year. I hope so. All right, these headphones are just not working today, so I am getting rid of them. They're oh, off. you can't hear us. Staticky. Staticky. That's right. Improvise live. Super loud. Improvise live. Well, you know, yeah. I think Arizona is just such a fabulous place to live. Like, truly, it really is. And over the new year, we went up to Flagstaff and we went to Horseshoe Bend and just kind of toured so around cool. Arizona. And it's just, it's an amazing place. So I see why our population's growing and our housing market remains so strong because it's, it's really rad. So if you're listening from another state and you're considering somewhere to live, <laughs> uh, Phoenix is great. And yep. uh, we happen to know some realtors, so we could help you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> You know, the, t to your point, it's it's amazing that any climate, any really beach, mountain, whatever you want is, is you know, four hours, five hours away at, at, its, at its worst and furthest stretch. So I think that's another reason why it is just such a crazy demand. Well, and not only that, it's... Also, you can go to the snow, right? Yep. I mean, you, you, got, you got hot weather here, you got the desert, and you go up just two hours away and you're in the pine trees. Yep. Uh, you, you took a picture of the Arizona sign with all the snow behind yeah, it. And that was really I like cool. it because it's you know, not, not many people think about Arizona in the snow. Yep. But we have a lot of snow here. 100%. It's yep. a great place. But yeah, appreciation still kind of crazy. And I know that Zillow has come out with their top 10 hottest markets for 2022. Oh, oh you yeah. stole my thunder. Yeah, I'm going to pass well, that it over one, to you, right, so, What are they? Amazing. So Zillow's 10 hottest housing markets of 2022. And I guess this is their prediction. Right. Obviously, um, Tampa is the number one mm. market, mm. and then it goes Jacksonville. That's in Florida, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Top two taken. Rally, North Carolina. Yep. And then we go to San Antonio. Wow, okay. Texas. In Texas, right? And then Charlotte, huh. North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. And then Nashville, Tennessee. Ah, uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, Beantown, right? Yep. A Atlanta, Georgia. And that then doesn't surprise me either. Yep. And then Phoenix. Okay. Mm. And then Orlando, mm -hmm. and last but not least, the new San Francisco, Austin. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> not controversy at all there, Jay. No. no so, wait, wait. I mean, they, 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 a lot of these, I mean, 
Tesla moved out there, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk moved out there. So, so three of the top ten are in Rogan. Florida. Yep. Yeah, so did Joe, Joe Rogan. Well, in that and whole corridor, that. right? I mean, Atlanta, North Carolina, all right by each other, right? Same kind of similar lifestyles. You know, it sounds like that they've done that. But here's the one thing I think that is really important. What does Zillow have the, the most insight at? Uh, eyeballs. That a boy. Exactly. And if they can freaking see what's going on through user traffic and whatever else, I mean, I, to me, that's a metric that clearly they've made these assumptions before and then now they're going and they're tracking what's going on to make a, make these types of things. So no, the iBuyer debacle, uh, it's just too soon for me to trust Zillow. I was about to say on my <laughs> oh, way. They coming I'm, back in. Well, that's I, price. That's prices. Not, not what leave. they're. I mean, they're, they're yeah. probably they're probably getting this information by people looking at, at absolutely in those areas, right? From other areas, it's traffic. Like, okay, where's the traffic coming from? Where's I'm with Jay, a thousand percent on that one. It's they're they're absolutely measuring the traffic in those particular you know things, and then from there it's just supply and demand. Not only that, they can see how long they're on the site, how many homes they're looking for, which is all you know measured uh, metrics, right? Like how long are they looking? What are they looking at? How many page views, et cetera? Well, right? apparently, too, if you have um, green cabinets, that is no bueno, <laughs> according to Zillow. Yeah. Homes that have green cabinets sell for less money than any other cabinet color. So if you're hmm. considering a kitchen cabinet update, don't go green. Yeah. Go white. White's still really trendy, whether you like it or not. Uh, go white. It's classic. Maybe go, go espresso. I don't know, but don't go green. You'll lose a little bit of money. So Zillow's also... Forecasting 14.3% national home value growth through November 2022. Wow. And, they, and they, they're also saying Tampa home value is predicted to grow 24.6% during that time. Okay. Wow. So it's uh, you investors out there, if you go to good, Tampa. If you get a good deal on Tampa right now, buy some houses. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even you, you buy it, lease that thing out for one year, ride, ride the market wave, and laters in November. Later, skater. Yeah. Take my money and run. Yeah. Buy it, Airbnb it for 10 to, 10 to 12 months and bounce. It's not a bad, uh, not a bad idea. idea. Strategy. So the other, speaking of buying and holding, that's one of the biggest things that we were also talking about in that same report that you had had that actually I, I've, I read some stuff that, that, uh, was different. I'm curious to know what the numbers, you know, find out, uh, or end up coming out at, but what was the, what was the rental market, um, how, how much did rents go up on average? About 10%. 10%. Right. Depending on the market, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more, but rents have absolutely increased. Yeah. For sure. And w what do you think that that's going to tell us though, like with appreciation across the nation being over 20%, you know, that's it was way above that, as we all know, what do we think that's going to happen with rents this year? They're gonna go up. They're gonna go They're up, gonna yes. go up. right? That's just—it's gonna go more expensive. Yes. So, yeah. so if you have buyers on the fence, it's a great time to have that conversation. Yes. That, you know, hey, uh, maybe the real estate market is still very aggressive, and it's difficult to get into that home, but it's still a worthy objective, especially considering rents will continue to increase. Yeah, and I think there's gonna be a lot of appreciation this year too. And you, like, I, I, I'm afraid that people are going, oh man, I missed the boat the last, no. this last in 2021. I, I don't, I'm not going to buy now. Well, I wouldn't do that because I think there's going to be still a lot of appreciation this year and yep. get, just get in the market. Yep. You have to have those conversations. Like, hey, do you, yeah. do you want to pay 350,000 a day or do you want to pay, you know, an additional 10% in 10 months, potentially? That's, exactly. that's, a, that's a big increase. <laughs> so yeah. I think yeah, what month over month, it's 35 grand. 
you know, that was, I think it's such a perfect segue into like one of the last or more last topics we want to talk about. I think that's one of the things that people, everybody wants to always focus on, you know, the iBuyer, the institutionalization of real estate being just the Redfin, the, you know, all of these direct to consumer <laughs> models where we all know that some of the largest amount of houses that are being taken down are by these, you know, hedge funds, uh, real estate investment trusts, et cetera, that they're almost owning, you know, eight to 10, 11, 12% market share in, in certain, you know, municipalities where they are, uh, you know, targeting properties. Yeah, they're and, not flipping. They're not flipping these homes. They're exactly they're buying them and holding them for a long time, like yeah. seven and ten years. Yeah, heard, we talked about that like a podcast two ago. Yeah, well, well in quarter three of twenty twenty one, there were ninety thousand homes insane. institutionally purchased. And that's uh, insane. And when, that, that's just that's just inventory being taken off the market. It, that's what I was going to say. When and we're already like, having this a is su- not going to be resold. Yeah, supply and demand, and then not the only other thing too that we all know that we that we hit on a lot of podcast stuff is the builder demand issue, right? Which then that spills over into supply chain issue. Well, and not only the builder demand issue, but there's also this trend, it's called build for rent. And if you do not see the build for rent communities yet in your market, um, if you are in one of the markets where iBuyers are prevalent, you're probably going to see yep. the build for rent, for rent segment grow. And what that is are communities that are being um, developed just for rentals. Yep. So it's a, an entire And these new are single family homes, not right. multifamily. There's going to be like, they're, they're like apartment complexes, yep. but they're communities homes. of home, single right. family homes right. being rented out to only renters. So well, you also American have that housing stock that's not being produced for homeowners. Yep. I, I, it's, it's what I'm saying, and that, that affects the supply chain issue, yes. right? Yeah. All of those types of things. And it's so American everything. Homes for Rent, which is one of the biggest, uh, I, I think they're top two, three biggest, right, in America? Black, in, okay, so yeah. one Black of the biggest, is, right? You know, they're tiny. Home ownership companies <laughs> in all of America. They, they started an arm, you know, years ago, because when we used to be able to try to take some of the, go get cash offers directly from them when they had that arm, they shut that all down, and now... They're not doing that, and one one of their biggest focuses is, I believe, is building these communities that you were talking about. So, I, I could see these guys that have these, you know, access to ten over ten billion dollars, right, to go and just start these subdivisions and build it, you know, because they have they have the capital, the wherewithal, and and the ability to do it. So it's just really really interesting to see what shift. Well, they're buying up builders too. Yeah, they're like they're like, hey, we want to buy that builder, and they'd buy the builder and tell them what to do. <laughs> and they they got sick of uh, buying resale properties. I guess when you own sixty plus thousand, you want to do something yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, I think too that um, we also have this other trend that's happening, and that's with homeownership rates decreasing. Yeah, and Oof. I think in nationally, sixty five percent homeownership rate as of quarter three, twenty twenty one which has decreased. So I think that, uh, you know, many, many Americans are deciding that we're not going to buy and we're going to rent. So it's a really interesting trend and I hope it doesn't continue. I think as realtors, you know, it's our job to promote and protect homeownership. And for anyone that is not a homeowner, it should be kind of like our passion to help them achieve that goal. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, commoditizing and institutionalizing real estate is uh, I'm I'll call a duck a duck it, it's it's an issue right like with them gobbling up things the way that they are I mean it's it, there's so many I mean it's it's it, there's a lot of good you things can't, you can't bury your head in the sand though you no got, right you got to go in there and 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 work 
what's what is right you yes know, these institutional buyers they want to buy homes and that's what this is all about agreed zudelio is all about and we and we absolutely help these institutions buy these homes buy the houses because of there's people that want the, that quick out yep right yeah absolutely i think uh Let's let's talk about how realtors are going to be effective in 2022. Like what we mm. I know we talk about this a lot, but it, it's important. And if you're listening and you're wondering like uh, what's my business plan going to look like this year and what do I need to do and how do I get more listing inventory? How do I um, you know, how do I have a cutting edge value proposition? So let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. Uh I'll jump in on that one being that, you know, one of the biggest things I always talk about with our, um, you know, member base is the fact of you can't, you can no longer approach and, and expect to have a massive inventory by just uh, cold calling, by just texting, by just emailing, by just working one particular lead source. I'm not saying that you can't do a good book of business, but if you're after big and awesome things, it's having that, you know, really true sales funnel. I know it was well, I think it was, uh, I don't remember what source I saw it from, but it, once upon a time, it used to be seven times before you'd be on somebody's radar. And now it's up to 11, right? And it's because there's so many things that are on blast and on flood. So, you, you know, you can't w approach a marketing theme and, and do a couple of posts once a month and be like, oh, I didn't get any leads from it. It didn't work. And not only that, the other thing I will say to that is realize, yes, it matters where your leads are actually coming from but realize that maybe somebody did not respond directly to your Facebook post that you did, but you created awareness and then they answered your email, right? It's those types of things. So, you know, I, I, for me, like a, a, an initial pro tip on that is build a system, build a process, which do the work and it works. Yeah, I, I mean, that's definitely part of the process, but I think it's way bigger than that at this point. I mean, regardless of being a part of, um, you know, as you deal you using a system like ours, the biggest thing you can do is figure out what these large institutional companies is not just the open door offer pads or for these uh, buy and hold investors. It's these other unique selling solutions. Find out what's in your marketplace and find out how you can align yourself with them because that's how you're going to have the big advantage over other real estate agents in, your, agents in your marketplace and have better and more unique real estate conversations. That's how you'll stand out and get more business in the long run. Well, it's yeah. a true USP, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Keith just said something that I think is yeah. just really, it's, it's real estate conversations. Yep. It comes down to how many real estate conversations are you having? And when you can have unique real estate conversations that nobody else is having, uh, you're definitely going to elevate your positioning in your marketplace. So if you're curious what the unique value propositions we have for you in your market, you can reach out to Zudelio at any time. We'll happily share with you um, the programs and the selling solutions and the cash offers yep. that we have in your market. So hit us up. We are super happy to share. 100%. 100%. What do you got? Did you, did you talk about this yet? Oh, 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 yes. We wanted to talk about this. I mean, this is yeah, interesting. This is I know good. We're kind of on that, like, we're kind of on that train of like, what can, what can realtors do this year to grow your business? Mm. Um, and all of that, I agree with that, that Elliot and Keith were just saying, do you have anything else to add before we about this? Wow, oh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, I, I think I, I agree with all uh, with what you guys are saying. It's um, have the have the um, the selling propositions ready to go in your market. And I think sometimes I think sometimes agents, um, they forget that that 
these eight or these these uh, consumers are, are they know about these things or they're they're hearing about these things. yeah they're out they're there looking and they're they're advertising these these options um and you you can do the same thing so get out there and do it well and the last thing i'll say before you guys jump in there is if you really listen to what keith and i both said when you put those two together that's that's the magic sauce right like when you can lead with a unique value proposition and you're running it from a systematic sales approach that's when we see our member base when they take you know the the the, the unique selling proposition of zudilio and run their business as a business boom well and you just follow the trends i mean yeah. every it seems like about every five years we have we have a new trend now we're probably year number two slash three in our trend probably probably knocking on the door of the, the third year i don't think inventory is ever going back up again I, at, at a super like, high level mm -hmm. i agree and, and so that's where you you have to figure out different ways to go about getting business I was just having that conversation with one of our uh, members a little bit ago that I think the days of 120, 180 day, uh, days on market are gone. Well, we've talked about that before. I mean, even before iBuyers, the market's just become more efficient and yep. sellers are just more aware of, yep. of what marketing timeframes look like. But let's talk about something else that's kind of fascinating. So the Zillow iBuyer report came out where they kind of shared all of the iBuyer market share and all of the markets across the U.S. and Phoenix had a really high yep. iBuyer market share. I can't remember the percentage. Does anyone know off the top of their They're head? percent. 12%. 12%. Was, yep. Well, I'm calling BS on that. Here's, <laughs> here's why. Here's why. So last week uh, between, you know, New Year's and Christmas, you know, it, was, it wasn't slow. It was actually busy as you yep. But I took a little time and I started kind of researching what the iBuyer activity looks like in our market. So I pulled up Gilbert, Arizona. And I pulled up all of the active listings in Gilbert, Arizona. That's where we are, Gilbert. Uh, that This was last Wednesday. Uh, that would be, what would that have been? The 29th? Uh, January 29th, or December 29th. I pulled up all of the active listings in Gilbert. There were 172. That's and pretty low. Pretty low, I know, right? Uh, it's really low. For Super a population low. count of what uh, that how, has? How many, how many people are in I, Gilbert? I, is it 250,000? Yeah, a lot. Let's yeah. go with a lot. You got 172, <laughs> 172, 172 active listings for 250,000 people. That's Very insane. low. Super Very low. low. So, but that wasn't what was so alarming to nah. me. What was alarming to me is as I went through one by one, 172 listings and cross-referenced the tax records so that I could verify ownership of each of these 172 listings. What I discovered was that 87 of the 172 listings were owned by either Open Door, OfferPad, or Zillow. Wow. That's like, what, what is that? Um, I know, so Elliot's getting out his calculator. Give us the like percentage, That's Elliot. like 50%, right? Uh, it's about 50%. 172 it is, yeah, it's 50, 50%. It's over 50%. 50%. So wow. iBuyer market share has definitely grown tremendously here. And, you know, if, if you've not experienced this yet, or if you're starting to experience this, I'm telling you, your future is going to look a lot like 50% iBuyer market share. It just is. The and so it is here. The all, part, yeah. And we're and we were the first one, of the first one. And so it's it's and, only going to get. And our real estate's too expensive. That's exactly where I was going with it, Keith. The part that blows my mind about what we just heard there is, Gilbert, Arizona, is extremely educated, extremely high uh, average household income, mm -hmm. very expensive, and has 50% iBuyer market share. Uh, people want their they want their Starbucks. So and they want it now. That's interesting. 
convenience. Yes. Convenience. Yes. So. Interesting. All the we more got, reason. That's why we say Amazon trucks all over the place. Absolutely. Over here. Absolutely. All the more reason to hop on the Zudelio <laughs> train. I mean, I don't want this to be a plug about Zudelio, this whole podcast, but the reality is, is that you kind of need to have this in your tool belt. Um, it's no well, longer a luxury. It's it's like the IDX. You need it. Yep. Was it Craig Rowe? Who, who was the last one that said that, 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 that said that about, um, you know, brokers are no longer uh, needing to, to build this because now you can partner with these these types of companies yep. that are out there. Yeah. What, I, what yep. I forget what. Uh, Craig Rowe with Inman Craig wrote Rowe an article Inman. about yeah. that. And yeah, absolutely. So I think there you have it. There you have it. That's kind of the the recap of, of what we see going on and what you can be doing. And we'd love to help you with your business yes. and um, just help you have the most amazing 2022 ever. Super passionate about it. All right. I think that's it, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We will yep. catch you on the next one coming at you weekly with don't a forget, podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>